Welcome to the New Little Life Podcast. My name is Allison. I'm a lactation consultant, a breast pump expert, and a mom of three little boys. Here on the podcast, we talk with real moms and experts about breastfeeding and pumping. This podcast is designed to help you feel supported by other moms who are doing exactly what you're doing, to get tips and tricks on breastfeeding, and learn how to efficiently navigate pumping while going back to work. Here we go again with another episode on the New Little Life podcast. As you know, season two has really been focused on working moms, how they're making breastfeeding and pumping work for them. And today's episode is no different. I'm actually really, really looking forward to diving into this with Molly. She is the founder of Katie Jane Co's. And when she went back to work in a government office after maternity leave, she was very uncomfortable in her clothing options in a business formal environment where she also needed to be able to pump. Breastfeeding clothes on the market were most mostly cotton and casual, which didn't work for her office environment. But her pre-pregnancy professional dresses did not give her the pumping access she needed without having to strip half naked. She began thinking of ways tailored professionals could also have an easy pumping access and then dedicated herself to perfecting a couple of innovative designs, which is how Katie Jane Co. was born. So I'm really excited to dive into today her her journey a little bit. And also, I want to talk about some of this this clothing line that she's created specifically for professional moms. So welcome to the podcast, Molly. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Why don't we just start out and tell me a little bit about yourself, your kiddos, and we'll just kind of start at the beginning breastfeeding and go from there. Sure. So I'm a mom of two girls. Um, They are three and five now, which is pretty hard to believe. Um, and I work in government relations. I work right outside of DC. And so when I went back to work after maternity leave, you know, I had a couple of breastfeeding t-shirts when I was on maternity leave, some, um, you know, nightgowns. And then when I went back to the office, I was like, okay, I, you know, I need professional dresses that give me pumping access. And there was nothing on the market, you know, I was Googling and couldn't find anything. And so I just kind of had to you know, hobble together a wardrobe that worked for me. But I was in a situation where people, even though I had a private space to pump, people tried walking in on me, (laughs) um, which is a lot of women's experience where maybe they have a conference room that they get to pump in, but other people have the key. So I really didn't feel comfortable taking my dress, you know, like pulling it up all the way and, and hanging it around my neck if I needed to, or unzipping it down the back and then you know, stripping down half naked to pump. So that's kind of, you know, in those pump sessions, that's where this idea kind of started. Um, And then it was a long time before I took action on it. But that's, that's when I first started thinking about this. That's so cool. It actually reminds me of, of when I had my first, I was like nine months, maybe postpartum, and I wore a full length dress to church one day, I'd been very careful about wearing two pieces so I could nurse Mm -hmm. him during church. And I, I showed up and, and was in this dress and he was hungry. It was a disaster. Like I had to go find a private space and like pull it all the way up. It was super embarrassing. But so, so I can, someone actually told me they were, they wore a dress, a regular dress to um, their baby's baptism. And they wanted to dress yes. up a little bit more than usual. Oh my gosh. And the priest walked in on them breastfeeding in a room like behind the altar before the baptism took place. So a couple of moms have actually said to me, you know, these are great for church and for work to be able to dress up a little bit more. So funny. Oh my gosh. I remember feeling so dumb. Like, what was I thinking? I've been, you know, oh my gosh. So I actually love this 
this idea. Um, so tell yeah. me a little bit about, you know, your maternity leave and kind of how you prepped for going back to work. I know you had a really formal environment that you were going to. So that, especially that first time, were you nervous about going back and how to keep breastfeeding as a working mom? Yeah, I was really nervous. Um, and I was really prone to clogged ducts. So that was the biggest worry for me, just knowing that the pump doesn't work as well as the baby does. And um, there were a couple times where I needed to just go away for one night for work for travel, and I would get clogged ducts every single time. So I was so grateful I didn't have a job where I was, you know, traveling for multiple days at a time. But um, I was really lucky to have a coworker who kind of had taught me everything she knew about pumping because she had a, a daughter a year older than mine. So she was saying, you know, these are the the things that you need to get. Um, you know, she was, I think she was, she had had a medulla, but, um, she had been the one to tell me, I think spectras are quieter because the space where I was in, people would be able to hear me. And she said that was embarrassing. <laughs> the pump is too loud <laughs> that that was something that mattered to her. Um, but yeah, no one really talked about clothes. You know, people talked about the thing that you need the pump, you need extra pump parts. You know, I had my Sarah Wells bag. Um, so I felt like I had everything I needed, but the clothes piece really, it, it just kept bothering me that I didn't feel like I had it. I had it seamlessly figured out, I guess. What was your solution back then? So, like, how did you dress? Yeah. So some days there were a couple dresses that were like my formal business dresses that I still wore and I would just strip yeah. naked. And I just felt, I mean, first of all, women are always cold in the office. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is like a constant joke that, that women always complain about it being cold. But so when you're sitting there half naked pumping, it's not a great time to be cold, but of course you're sitting there cold. And I, I would, I would just feel vulnerable. So I would never have a good pump session. Yeah. But if I just felt like I needed to dress up that day, I just dealt with it. You know, I just kind of, I figured, oh, well, but then some days I would wear a nursing, like a black nursing t-shirt with a blazer and black pants. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was able, you know, I could get away with that, especially on more casual days, but it didn't feel, I just felt a little, I don't know, frumpy, I guess. Yeah. Frumpy was the word I used I a lot too yeah. in breastfeeding yeah. clothes. Yeah, because I did feel a lot more comfortable wearing a nursing shirt where I could have access and like nothing was exposed. You know, if yeah. somebody walked in on me, I was I didn't have like my entire, you know, chest exposed. Yeah. Um, and I also would pump in the car like a lot of moms <laughs> who would mm -hmm. pump in the car on the way to work. So that was another thing. If I was wearing a dress that I had to like unzip, I, I could not do that. And I was not willing to no. sit half naked in the car to do that. Um, so that made it a lot harder. Yeah. I remember I used to find dresses with like V-necks, especially the overlapping V-necks. And whenever mm -hmm. I tried them on the dressing room, I'd always pull them over and see if they stretched to expose a right. breast. Because then you could wear like an under shirt and a deep V-neck and kind of make that work for dresses too. Oh, such a pain. It's like the right. little things yes. that you don't know until you're in it, how annoying they are. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's, you know, like you said about the, the dress you wore to church, like once you have a baby and you're breastfeeding, everything in your closet is either boob access or no boob access. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you just, you know, I put things in a box labeled spring of next year, knowing I wasn't going to use it because it didn't have access to it. 
Um, so it's a lot harder when it's work clothes and, you know, your casual clothes at home. I think I just barely like threw away all of my old frumpy, like nursing pregnancy stuff. And that like, I've been putting those in buckets just like you for eight years and alternating them. Yeah. And then I'll have like nine months, one to a year when I can pull out my regular clothes that I actually like and wear them, Mm -hmm. but then I got to put them all away again. And, but they're expensive to buy maternity and nursing stuff. So you can't like do that every time. I don't know. I was so sick of the buckets of clothes. (laughs) It was really annoying. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it totally is. No, I was really bummed that I couldn't wear my clothes for a while. And then also like some of the maternity and nursing stuff I liked, but it was, yeah, it was just rotating them for multiple years. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you mentioned that, um, this is kind of going off topic a little bit, but you mentioned that you were pretty prone to clogged ducts and that your Mm -hmm. pump wasn't quite as efficient as your baby. Did -hmm. you find anything to kind of help alleviate that or, or what was that like for you? So, um, yeah, I was still using heat. That was the recommendation at the time. So Mm -hmm. now that the recommendation is ice, not that I want clogged ducts again, but I would really love to know like if that would have helped me. Um, yeah, yeah, right. I did take ibuprofen sometimes when it was really, really bad. I was in a lot of pain, but I would usually use heat and massage. Um, and then I also, my lactation consultant told me to start taking sunflower lecithin And that made a huge difference for me to be able to um, clear a clog more quickly. And then once I was taking one pill a day, I don't even know what the like, how much is in one of those pills. That's fine. I'll put Um, it in the description. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, but once I was taking one a day for maintenance, I, I don't think I had one again after that, but I had, Mm. I mean, it was like every, every few days I was getting one before I started taking it. It's so do you and you didn't have any problems with that on your maternity leave when it was just nursing at the breast? Was it mostly I did. I did. Okay, you did. I did on maternity leave too. It was just it was worse when I was pumping multiple times in a row. Um, but even, even on maternity leave, especially it was like right at that time where they were starting to sleep a little bit more through the night. So if I was waking up engorged, then I knew I would, would end up with a clogged duck. Yeah. Oh, that is, that's a, a really tricky thing to deal with. They, cause you can't get the milk out well and they're painful and mm-hmm. you know, you know that you're like bordering on mastitis. If you don't take care of that, it's going to get infected. Yeah. And that's just so much extra stress, especially when you're a working mom and you're dealing with so much on your plate. Right. I mean, that's really distracting to be and also worrying about trying to clear this clog where you're answering emails or the phone or whatever. It's a lot. It's a lot. I even just adding pumping into your workday is really overwhelming. And then when you have any kind of hiccup, like, I mean, I run into a lot of moms who are not able to pump enough milk, but the milk is there. They're just like not getting out them up. And the daily anxiety about your milk supply, it's not really your supply or just not getting it out. It's just how you deal with that on top of your work demands is beyond me. It just, it's a lot. It is. It is a lot. It's a lot of stress. And it's, you know, it's something that as, as I started working on, on launching this company, people were asking me if I was going to ship internationally. And I was like, no, everyone else gets more maternity leave (laughs) (laughs) because they are not going back to the office. Mm -hmm. And some countries, you know, they go back at six months. Some countries though are home for the whole year after their baby is born. So none of the women need these dresses and getting paid for it, you know, Right. 
Yeah. And so it just, it kind of, as much as I would love for women not to need these dresses here, we do for now, but it kind of hit home. Like if we were able to be home for longer, we would have less of these issues because like, it's so much more stressful at three months, even than at six months in terms of your supply, your baby nursing effectively, how much sleep everyone's getting. (laughs) Um, You know, it's not perfect, but it just, it's a lot better a few months later. I know even I agree, even a six month standard would be much better. Mm -hmm. Three months is just not you are not settled in your routine with your baby. Right, right. Yeah. No one is getting any sleep and you, yes, it's just, it's a lot. And a lot of babies still aren't taking bottles. You know, that's such a stress point for moms. One of my close friends, her baby just would not take a bottle. And Mm -hmm. she was so stressed every day worrying, you know, is the baby going to drink anything? The first day she went to daycare, she drank one ounce of milk. The whole day. Oh my gosh, that's so stressful. I know. (laughs) And the pediatrician was like, you know, the baby won't starve itself. Like the baby will learn to drink from the bottle. And she was like, okay, but that doesn't help me right now. Like it does seem like my baby's starving itself. And what am I supposed to do? Like you have to go back to work. Oh my gosh. It's rough. I remember thinking that same thing when we lived overseas in Belgium, just talking to other women from countries over there. I I met one woman whose country would give her like up to four years and which was Mm -hmm. not the norm. That was pretty long, but I'm like, that's Mm -hmm. so crazy. And most of them are paid at like 80% of their normal wage. You get a year. Well, that's part of it is they don't pay, right. They don't pay a hundred percent of the salary usually beyond like the first few months, but then you have the option to be home. Like if your baby is, you know, particularly hard to leave because of whatever pumping, breastfeeding, issues you might have or sleep Mm -hmm. issues it's nice to have that option on the table there was one woman whose country did like two years and then so she got pregnant with her second one right in that two-year window and then just extended so she actually hadn't gone back to work for like almost four years because she had two young children but was still getting paid a a little bit and they made it work you know and i'm like this is what we need in the u.s i've said that before i wish my job didn't exist i wish that there could be lactation consultants to help with breastfeeding and that someone specializing in pumping and going back to work with working moms didn't even have to be a thing because I wish you guys were not going back to work so Mm -hmm. soon. Right, right. And some people exclusively pump even if they're not working and which is, you know, if they want to do that, Mm -hmm. at least you have the option if you need to use a pump, right? But um, yeah, to really be forced to go back. And a lot of moms, like they're going back at six weeks, some of them. It's insane. It's tough because it's not, you know, there's no like mandate about it. And I I just, I can't imagine, I mean, even leaving my three or four month old and it's so funny. So working in public policy, I helped work on the Maryland parental leave law for um, state employees. Oh, cool. And, you know, in some of the hearings about it, some of the legislators were like, oh, well, you know, like DC just launched a policy. It's four months. That's so generous. It's so much time. And, you know, it's better than nothing for sure, right? But when you're leaving your itty bitty three or four month old, it doesn't feel like a lot. It doesn't feel like enough time. I know. Have you ever had a baby is what I want to say to some of these policymakers. Like, have you been here? You try and leave. And have you yourself breastfed? And have you pumped at work? (laughs) It's a joke, people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, most, yeah, most of them are 
men and old, but <laughs> and also I, I mean, I can see like, dude, we're giving you four months. Like that's that should be fine. But until you're in it, it is mm-hmm. just not enough, you know. And and then we mm-hmm. have you new know, guidelines from major organizations recommending that you know we breastfeed up to two years. And how on earth are you supposed to do that when? Well, that's the thing, right? If you were home for two years. And not to say that breastfeeding is easy and not to say breastfeeding for two years is easy, even if you're home full time, Mm -hmm. but it is like almost impossible if you're not. So So they give mom these, these guidelines, which honestly are are great. This is how we get healthy babies, smart Mm -hmm. children. You know, we increase all of these wonderful things in our population, but then you don't support them in doing it. That's Mm -hmm. cruel, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. It seemed a little bit of a joke for them to come out with that guideline. It's like, unless you're going to change policies to allow for that and support moms, then like, what's the point of saying it? Yeah. So was there anything that was different your second time around with your second baby that maybe you wish you'd known the first time or that just worked out better? Or was it equally as just stressful and (laughs) inconvenient (laughs) to have to be a lactating working mom? Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's hard. (laughs) Um, What's funny is that my... I guess my milk supply was very different with the two Mm. of them. My first baby was just kind of skinny, I guess. And my Mm. second baby was very, very adorable and chubby. She was so cute. And my milk supply was more with her. And it was also much fattier milk with her. Okay. And it's just, it was so interesting to, like, I would never have expected that. I just expected it to be the same. But I guess, you know, my body was making what they needed. Um, so I was prone to even more clogged ducts the second time around. I had to figure out the lesson thing again, finally. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also, I was just more prone to like engorgement and I was, I needed to be more aggressive about a pumping schedule because, um, because I, I just needed to make sure that I was emptying on, on a schedule or I would have some problems. Um, I would say the second time around, I was more confident in, in telling people, cause I actually had a different job, but kind of same arena. Like some of the people were the same, but, okay. um, I was more confident in telling people that I was going to pump that the first time around, I was kind of like, other than my boss and my like immediate coworker, I didn't tell people, I just kind of acted unavailable or whatever. Um, but I was more open about it and confident saying like, I'll be back in 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> gonna go pump now don't bother me um don't knock on my door don't come find me you know I was just a little bit more confident about like this is how much time I need I'll be on my computer I'll be doing emails so like I would work through my pump breaks which I don't necessarily suggest for everyone but for me it was too stressful to take that time I would rather have taken like 30 to 40 minutes and work through it on my computer rather than like 20 minutes where I'm not working at all if that sure. makes sense. Everyone's different. I've, I've said that before too. Multitasking during pumping can be a bad idea, but it can also be a good idea. If you're going to sit there and stress and no milk's going to come out, maybe you do need to be doing something. But mm-hmm. also sometimes having your mind tied up in work or something stressful can make it hard for the milk to come down and out. So yeah. I think everyone kind of has to find what works best for them. Sometimes right, we're choosing right. the, the best of two evils, you know, but I don't know. <laughs> 
I was definitely feeling like if I was just sitting there like watching, it was like watching a pop oil. Yeah. If I was trying to watch how much I was pumping. Um, and I would definitely, I would usually like look at pictures or videos of my kids for a couple minutes or something like that. Um, but then once I was pumping, I would just try and get some stuff done. Instead of thinking about all the work at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever have anyone give you any weird encounters or, or things like that when you told them you were going to go pump? People sometimes are weird about lactating women, but did you ever run into any of that? So no, it was, I think it was only a couple times where like maybe younger men we're like, oh, okay. Don't, we're definitely don't, not going to come to tell you. me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're just like a little awkward about it. No one was, no one made me feel like um, you shouldn't be pumping or, you know, no one ever asked me like, when are you going to be done pumping? When is, when are these like, you know, blocks on your calendar going to come off? So I'm, I'm really grateful for that because I've heard so many women say that even when they have female bosses, that they're, you know, told like, hey, this is, you know, if they have a schedule that they need to keep that they want to know when they're going to be done pumping and pressuring them to stop pumping. Yeah, it varies so much. And I think one of my favorite recommendations is just setting up the expectations right at the beginning. So your Mm -hmm. first day back from maternity leave, saying like, this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And just being really confident about that. And Mm -hmm. because if you kind of ease into it and you are closed lipped and just like trying to make it work, people, they don't know. And so they're not going to help you or even not even help, but even just give you the space to do what you Right. And respect that boundary. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. You know, that's one thing that I didn't say about the first time and second time pumping. I think I pumped more in the car the first time on the way Mm. to work and on the way back because I was less willing to like make the space i guess for pumping in a busy schedule and that was partially me and partially because i was worried about what other people would think or i just didn't want to like impose on people by having to like disappear for a little while so the second time around i didn't have to pump in the car as much because i was really like more intentional about making the time to pump at work every day Do you think that just comes with confidence of being a second time mom? Or do you think that's something that you could have worked on that first time and and kind of come to that place? What do you think? Yeah, I think that I probably could have. um, Part of it is definitely confidence and just like having done it before. But I think that I could have worked on it the first time around more just like actually putting time on my calendar, which is something I did the second time around. The first time I was just like, I'll just make time when when I can. (laughs) Um, And my, again, my boss was super supportive. My coworker was super supportive. She was great at intercepting people who would try and walk in on me. Um, So I had a supportive environment. That wasn't the problem. It was more just like, you know, I needed to feel like it was worth me setting the time aside. Actually blocking it out as this is my meeting time and Mm -hmm. it's non-negotiable kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So how long did you end up pumping and breastfeeding with your kiddos? So for both of them, I pumped until they turned a year. And then um, I would, you know, I slowly weaned those pumps then because because I was prone to clogged ducts. I didn't just stop pumping one day. Um, But I think I did for like after they turned one, I would do um, a week of two pumps 
at a time and then a week of like two shorter pumps and then a week of one long pump and then a week of one short pump so it like took me a while to stop pumping um and then i continued to breastfeed at home in the morning when they would wake up and right before bed for months after they turned one it varied but it was it was i think it was like 16 months and 18 months maybe for them when when we That's, just kind of i don't know it, we just yeah. kind of weaned naturally they kind they did it they were just yeah yeah they were just yeah. kind of like mm, no i'm done <laughs> but I it was really nice to have yeah. like i know that um you know some moms can't continue breastfeeding in the morning at night if they drop their pumps at work like they lose their supply really quickly i was thankful that i i didn't um but it was really nice to be able to continue that because it was, you know, it was comforting for both of us. It was a nice bonding time in the morning before heading off to work, especially and at night to reconnect. So I was glad to be able to continue that for a while. I think that's a really important point for, you know, anyone combining breastfeeding and pumping to know is that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And mm-hmm. I actually see this pretty often, especially with members in my program. We, It's like a 12 year, 12 month goal, you know, that one year. So we don't have to give formula. And then we drop the pump, but they want to keep breastfeeding. And that's absolutely an option. You know, you can breastfeed morning and evening. And most people can keep up enough supply to do that. Even Mm -hmm. if your supply is low, your baby's eating so so many solid foods. We're not really relying on breast milk for, like, their nutrition and life's sustenance anymore. So you can kind of just be a lot more flexible. So I love hearing. It helps with daycare germs. (laughs) I wish I had a magic ability to prevent germs now because at three and five they are bringing home everything and they do not have any magic immunity from breast milk so oh my word i know that's like one of my favorite things is that you get all of these antibodies from an adult immune system passed Mm -hmm. on to these tiny little babies and there's science to back it up that breastfed babies or breast milk fed babies get sick much less often than those that are not so that's pretty cool yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. So as we kind of wrap up here, I would love to hear a little bit more about your company and kind of what you're doing to support pumping working moms in the professional workplace. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so, you know, I talked about when I went back to work, I just really felt like nothing fit the bill of what I needed to wear. So I started sketching a couple designs after my second maternity leave. Um, and what I wanted was just a simple tailored professional dress, but that had pumping access, just like breastfeeding access on, you know, casual clothes. And, um, it took me a little while also with the pandemic, everyone was sitting at home on zoom (laughs) in pajama pants. Not needing professional clothes. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I kind of put a pause on things for a little while, but now that so many people are back in the office, I figured it was a, it was a good time to launch. So I launched earlier this year and I have two different styles. One is a three quarter sleeve style that is just stretchy. You pull over your head and it has stretchy access where it's a pull up flap, similar to most breastfeeding shirts. And then the sleeveless dress is a more business formal style And it actually is very tailored and fitted. And so in order to achieve that look, I had to create this design that has a magnet and invisible zipper on either side of the bust Um, because there was no way to have that kind of close fitted look with elastic or with stretchy fabric. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So that's my favorite dress. And even though I am not pumping, I wear it multiple times a week with a blazer to work. Um, but, and that one also has pockets, but what I've heard from moms who have these dresses now is that they're just so excited. First of all, by the magnets and zippers, they're like, this is such a cool design. I've never seen anything like this, but also that they're able to wear a professional dress and feel dressed like that they fit in at work in their business formal environment and that they're not just kind of wearing whatever they can to um, be able to have pump access, but not necessarily feel like as styled as they normally would. I'm actually looking at this dress, the second one you were describing online right now, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Yes. Oh my word. I, I need to get my hands on one of those and see the little zipper magnet thing. You, you can't even see it. So yeah, cool. Yeah, that's the the beauty of it, and that's why I've been wearing it so much. <laughs> yeah, if it was obvious. People would be like, "Are don't you have older kids?" <laughs> um, but oh it's great. Gosh. It's a really comfortable fabric too, which is and it's machine washable. That was a big thing for yes. me. Oh, I knew awesome. Moms would need to machine wash. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. Do you um do you have any ambitions to put some new styles out? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you do. So, so a couple people asked me about doing um, like a work shirt blouse thing, um, similar to a nursing t-shirt, but in a, you know, in a fabric that is more professional. I would love to do that. I think I kind of want to find out if there's demand, if moms would want that, because part of me feels like, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to pump if you just wear a skirt and shirt or a totally. pant you know, and shirt. So I felt like the the barrier to pumping isn't as bad as it is with dresses. So I think I want to see um, whether moms are more excited for additional dress styles, you know, maybe something similar to the Yvonne, but that has a short or three quarter sleeve to it, or if moms would be more interested in a, uh, you know, professional shirt. So we'll see what the responses are. If anyone has opinions, I would love to hear them. <laughs> yeah, I think when we launch this episode, we'll put a post over on the New Little Life Instagram with a little poll and you guys can go over there and tell us what you think. I I mean, I specialize in working with working moms, so I'm really in the boat of I want dresses that are professional and <laughs> that I can pump yeah. in. Yeah. Because that's what I wanted. I honestly hate wearing shirts and skirts. Um, mm-hmm. I know. Me I just too. don't think that they're was, cute. That was a huge thing. <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> they, they they feel too frumpy. I I like I like the one piece dresses. That's mm-hmm. I mean that's probably just maybe my style and anyway. But well, I think yeah, for me, so I I am more pear shaped, and so like I pencil skirts do not look cute on me like they do on women <laughs> with smaller mm-hmm. hips. So I I love especially in the winter time wearing like tights and boots and a professional dress and a blazer. Absolutely. That's like my uniform in the wintertime. And so when I went, I went back to work, um, I guess in December and then leading into January and I was like, Oh, I can't wear anything that I normally wear. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and it's, yeah, it's not the same. See, and I'm really short. So anything that like cuts me in half visually makes me look even shorter. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I like the dresses, but it was really hard. I did find a couple of dresses to that had nursing and pumping access back when I was doing that stuff, but they were cotton. They were more casual. Um, right. right. So yes, they're just dress, fine sometimes. But yeah, yeah. But that was the only options I could find, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Gosh, so oh, that is so cool. I, I hope you keep doing what you're doing because I think especially working professional moms really need the little support like this. You know, we can right. figure out pumping, we can figure out your schedule, we can do all this stuff. But what about the little things like what the heck do you wear? Mm -hmm. I think that's a really um, we need all of these pieces to line up so that we can feel comfortable. I, I can just picture you sitting like so awkwardly half naked in a room like trying yes. to get a letdown and you're cold no like, one walk in. it's just not gonna work and not yeah. because you don't have a good pump or a good schedule or a good plan simply because of what you're wearing and so it's yeah. really interesting to think about that in the whole like dance that is pumping that all has to come together right. to make it work right it's certainly not like the most important piece to make sure that a mom has what she needs to pump but a couple moms have said to me they think they would have pumped for longer at work if they had had something like this mm -hmm. because they would have felt more comfortable and it wouldn't have been such an ordeal to pump every day. I so. get that all the time. Little things make such a big difference. Mm -hmm. um, having someone to support you and tell you this is normal. If you're combining mm -hmm. breastfeeding and pumping, you're probably only pumping enough, just enough milk, you know, and this could be normal. Like yeah. little yeah. things like that um, and how you feel at work and you're what you're wearing you know right, right i remember feeling that same thing like i really want to be done pumping even though i'm not to that year because i just i hate this so many little things yes. about this you know i know i know because it's it's a lot it's like another job it's a third a third job on top of momming and whatever your your day job is you have to pump too it's like it's a lot of work I know. Do you have any like last words of wisdom or advice for moms, specifically working moms going back to work and pumping? Anything you'd like to share with them? You know, some words of wisdom or advice or anything at all? Yeah. Um, I definitely think you have to be confident, like we were talking about, in that, you know, you are feeding your baby and you are legally allowed to do that. Um, and you also you shouldn't just think about it in terms of doing something that you need to do for you and your baby, but you normalizing pumping at work and asking for, you know, a space to pump, asking for the time to pump that is helping moms that are coming after you as well. Um, and I think that that helps make you feel more confident when you do ask for a space or you, you know, whatever accommodation you might need, or if people are pushing back a little bit, like don't shrink down because it's not just you and your baby who need you to be able to have this space and time, but it's also the moms coming after you um, that you're making things a little bit easier for them. So have more confidence mm -hmm. in that ask. I love that. I think it kind of gives you a bigger picture. Like I'm not only doing this for me and this isn't selfish. I'm helping those that come next. And mm -hmm. I think the more we talk about pumping just as casual, this is life this is part of normal life, the more normal it becomes, even for those inexperienced, like you mentioned, especially those younger male coworkers, they do tend to be some of the most right. awkward, just because that's <laughs> always all, in every way. Know, yes. <laughs> once they once they have a baby of their own, though, they're just like, Oh, yeah, like, guys, will <laughs> well, come up to I, me. you know what, I will say a couple men were like, Oh, my wife pumps, whatever totally. you need. <laughs> yep. <laughs> once <laughs> they know, really sweet. they know. Yep. Yes. So funny. <laughs> Well, Molly, it was so fun to talk with you today. There's going to be links down in the description to um, connect with her. You got to go check out some of her products. They're absolutely gorgeous. And we'll just we'll have a couple of links too, to the some of the things we talked about down there. So check it out. And so fun having you on. Thanks a lot, Molly. Thank you. Thank you for having me.